hello, welcome back to another episode of No Funk and Strictly Monk, and the only podcast where if the Rihanna song went, please don't stop the, please don't stop the, please don't stop the monk, and we would be following her uh, direction. I don't know, Coach Jay Christie joins always by Andre Barra. Andre, how are you? Oh, I'm so good, man. So good. I'm in the air conditioning. I'm chilling, literally. Um, you know, it's crazy. It feels it feels crazy to complain about 92, 95 degree weather when um, it's just so much hotter around the world. But here I am. I mean, it's not. It, it's it, there's nothing wrong with complaining about something if it's bad, even if it's worse somewhere else. That's you know, if you stub your toe, you you, you can't be like, ah, I want to complain that I stubbed my toe, but someone lost, someone's losing their foot right now. You know. Um, that's true. That's true. Anyway. But we're not here to talk about stuff. We're actually here to talk about a worse injury. We're here to talk about Mr. Monk Zong Wheels. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which is an episode a- I like a lot of and I don't like some parts of. Um, and Honestly, I, I kind of really fucking hate it. It was just like very, like, it's way too far. Like, just stop already. Yes, I think that it definitely goes too far. Um, but yeah. we'll get to it. Yeah. Uh, just one moment, sorry. No worries. So, this episode starts off with you see a guy named John. You see, you know, just moseying around. He um, looking at some bikes, uh, and he ends up cutting the wire, like the lock on one, and steals it. And as this is going on, Monk is nearby, and uh oh, it looks like Monk stepped on something. Uh yeah, I what what was it? I wasn't sure. A what he bug on probably it. because oh, okay, yeah, Natalie says uh like Natalie said uh, Monk says what is it and Natalie says what was it? Um wait what? I'm sorry. That That's how you like know it's a bug. That's how you know it's a bug because he says what is it and she says you mean what was it? As in he killed something. Oh yeah yeah no okay yeah. So so John's riding the stolen bike. Of course, Natalie doesn't know it's stolen, and he falls, and Natalie runs over to help him, which is, you know, good irony, because we know that she's helping someone who's doing something bad. Um, and she even knows yeah. that he has bolt cutters in the basket. Yeah, and she comments on how nice they are, um, which, I, you know, a fine pair of bolt cutters if I've ever seen one. Yeah, you know, they look new. Um, yeah. And so anyway, she helps him with his chain, and he goes riding off, and then Dean, played by one of my favorites, the one Bradley Whitford, Comes running out, yep. shouting, that guy stole my bike! And, um, you know, he's obviously mad at Natalie because she just helped the guy who stole his bike. Although, how, what is that, how is Natalie supposed to know that's not his bike, you know? Yeah, I mean, I think the bolt cutters would have probably told you that. I mean, it's a well-known thing. Maybe, I'm, sure. I want to say that it was then, too, uh, about, because it's like a campus yeah. kind of deal, right? Yeah. But what I would say is, even if she then realized it, what is she supposed to do? Tackle him? Like, when she sees the bull cutters, what is she supposed to do? Like, you stop. Give that bike back. Like, I don't... Well, no, listen. We've seen... Well, he wouldn't know that, but we know that she's she's down for the cause. All right? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's just like, you know, clearly he's just misdirected. There's a lot of misdirected anger in this episode, and the first example of it is Dean being mad at Natalie. Um, and so then we cut after the theme song. We're in a research lab, and... Um, we meet, uh, she, she's talking to Dean's assistant, Sarah, played by Pamela Adlon, who is a really perfect example of why you don't want to hitch your entire career to one person, because if they get canceled, then you're fucked. <laughs> is she canceled? No, that Louis C.K., that she basically became popular because she was in Louis and stuff like that, and then she got her own show through that that he was the EP of, and that eventually, like, no one really wanted to do anything with it because it's like, oh, there's an executive producer by Louis show. So it's like, oh, that's why you don't want to, uh... Be like, but my point, I guess, is that the main reason she had a big like her own show and stuff on FX is because she was like, you know, co-signed by Louis. And then when Louis went down, it's like, oh, do people like still want to? Because everything she does is EP'd by him, so oh, not great. Well, I want to say this, and I'm gonna like stake my claim. I never thought he was funny. Never was into him, so I never felt any sort of. I thought he was pretty funny. I thought he was pretty funny. Nah, not me. Ah, okay, fine. You know, you know who think you know who thinks is funny. You know who thinks, who tends to be, think that he's funny? White people. That's fair. True story. Honestly, True story. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend that that's not the case. Um, I mean, I th- I'll say this. I think his joke about, I'm trying to think of a way to even say this joke without getting, because it's a dirty, really dirty joke, but his joke about uh, how you American you were, how American you were after 9-11, I think is still really funny. Um, but uh, if you know it, you know it. 
but um oh my god i you know honestly i've never seen any of anything that he's been in except for uh parks and rec and then mm-hmm. i want to say he was randomly in american hustle he's american hustle yeah he plays the dope yeah. FBI guy yeah that's about oh the only thing i've ever seen him in yeah i mean his i think his stand-up comedy was good but that's not here or there but what i will say about louis though is that it's his shit was a big enough open secret that I knew about it like two years before it came out, and like that's a problem. Like if I, Jay Christie, mm-hmm. knew about it, like I don't want to go back to this well because you know it's a controversial site. But Gawker was reporting about it in like 2015, so it's like you know, um, is Gawker a controversial site? Well, yeah, because they got shut down because they published the whole Hogan sex tape, um, and then Peter Thiel. Oh, who cares, man? It's fucking Hulk Hogan sex tape. Well, whatever. and then Peter Thiel bankrolled the suit because he was mad that they wrote an article where that mentioned that he was gay. Um, anyway. It's oh, I I'm very I'm I'm pro Gawker generally even though they made some missteps because I think that even though journalism should have a lot of vetting and stuff like that I think there is a place for things that are maybe not unsubstantiated that are unsubstantiated as long as they are couched with being unsubstantiated I think that that's how because even Kevin Spacey there was stuff on Gawker about him and basically all the people who have been canceled there was something about them on Gawker but that's not her that that's not what we're talking about today but Pamela Adlon okay. um, plays the assistant and. Um, we then uh, we go to the lab, and Monk is immediately intrigued by something he sees. He sees a square tomato. Yeah, I mean, um, and pff, can't fault him. I would be very just as interested in that as well. Um, you know, uh, it kind of reminds me of that Simpsons episode where they like genetically splice uh, t- tomatoes and tobacco, and they they form a product called Tomaco. And, like, all the barnyard animals get, like, fucking obsessed with it to the point that there's, like, this famous scene where, like, one of, like, I think it was, like, a goat or, like, a sheep or something crashes his head through a fucking wall to get some more tobacco and just balls out, tobacco. It's great. It's great. Simpsons, what it reminds me Simpsons, of is... Not uh, canceled. No. What it reminds me of is the Epcot ride, Living with the Land, which is where they you see all of the genetically engineered stuff that Disney does, and they make a bunch of, like, different shapes like they actually make one of the things that i think of tomatoes they have a tomato tree which obviously tomatoes go on vines but they genetically engineer a tree that grows tomatoes which is cool wait for Um, reals yeah yeah disney yeah disney they did because they do what yeah they do shit man i mean they got they got a bunch of shit there they they have a bunch of different cool um the living with land ride man if for everyone who knows knows if you know the cool shit they're disney's fucking on top of it anyway monk the main reason monk is enthused by this though is because it's perfectly symmetrical, and that means that every slice is exactly the same. Yeah, well, good luck finding a fucking uh, symmetrical lettuce slice. It'll probably slice a little bit better, for sure. That is a good point. But, of course, the point of this is that you can stack basically more efficiently pack them if you have square tomatoes. Um, yeah, so I don't like tomatoes, so it doesn't matter to me. Neither do I. I think we've already convened about this. Yeah. Right. Um, and so Natalie goes into the lab that Dean is in to apologize. And uh, he's kind of distracted because he's testing a corn seed that can germinate in 20 minutes, I think. Um, Correct. More or less. Yeah. And uh, at the time, Monk is told that he can take one of those tomatoes home, which is a big deal. And, of course, the, the corn it works. And so Dane says to Sarah, call the investors. We're having a, like a presentation on Friday. And she replies with, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes, because it's corn. Um, <laughs> and so then he greets Natalie and says, oh, it's the woman who stole my bike. Oh, never mind. Aided and abetted. You know, because he's being chilly. He's being a dick because um, he's mad. Yeah, but you know what? I'll say this. We learn more about him. He's a very crunchy granola kind of guy mm-hmm. saving the, you know, regular Captain Planet type. You know, mm-hmm. you have a bike a- that was given that was given to you. Like you want to like use a bike yeah. because you don't want to put more uh, emissions into this uh, environment. On balance, he's a very good guy. We find out. Um, but anyway, he then is unlocking like the fridge that the seeds go in, and he uses like a combination on it. And he tells them that, as you mentioned, the bike was a gift, and that mm-hmm. uh, Natalie's like, you know, we're gonna track it down. Uh, we have great, we have Nat Monk's good cop, and we got other cops. They can help us. And as that happens, Stalmeyer and a bunch of uniforms come in, because apparently Natalie told them it was an emergency. Right, and, um, you know, they, Stalmeyer starts ribbing her, basically, like, asking, or, like, not ribbing her, but at first he's asking, like, okay, the bike was stolen, and that led to what? Mm-hmm. And she's like, nope, that's pretty much just yeah. it, and he keeps asking for more details as to why it would require his presence being there. 
Yeah. And so they look at the uh, the, the surveillance. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. What, how much? What's the monetary value before like it's actually worth like 3, for a police officer? To, is it three thousand? Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. Oh, before, oh, like, oh, before they. Not sure. Probably, a th- I think a thousand dollars is what makes it anything below a thousand dollars. Larceny. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think it's, yeah. So I think it's grand. Over. T- I'm not hundred sure. I didn't uh, go to law school. Um, but uh, as we're looking at the surveillance photo, Randy has an idea for a new vegetable. Do you remember what it is? Of course I do. I mean, I love cucumber, so I was on board until he said that it would be a hollowed out cucumber with French dressing. Yeah. Which French dressing is like. It's okay. It's not like the sickest. Not, also, like, not what I would put in a cucumber. What would you put in there? Probably ranch dressing. But that's oh, also me, the white meat. That's white meat talking. Um, yeah, I would... No, I would probably just put, like, a combination of, like, hot sauce, lemon, and, like, Oh, salt. I was thinking just... I was thinking dressings. If every, anything... Well, you could, make a, you could make a dressing. I mean, that's technically fair. anything Yeah, I guess you could do, like, a vinaigrette. I don't know. I just associate a cucumber with ranch dressing, um, generally. Um, okay, fair. You know, Fine. I don't think that's that. That's not that weird. I mean, it's not that. No, 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 no. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Uh, I'm not king shaming. No, no, no. Of course not. Um, this is a this is a food positive podcast. Um, yes. And so Starmer is like, okay, this is clearly a job for the bike squad. We got 800 guys in helicopters. She, he's mocking her. You know, she's mad. Yeah. She's. I mean, she's upset because, like, you know, she is taking it seriously. She's taking it rather hard that. She did help this guy steal a bike. And, like, in the grand scheme of things, no, it doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you would think so, at least at this point. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And so she asks, you know, Monk for help because she can't do it herself. And he's more enthused by the tomato. I love this. Natalie, we have nature on the run. There is no overlap. And then the line I think about all the time, not all the time, but not infrequently, is you can taste the symmetry. Yeah, I mean, it's like some weird form of synesthesia. Uh, yes, it's, it's, or Monk is just an idiot, but... Um, Probably I that. Do, yeah, uh, and so Monk's refusing to help her with the bike because he's like, I, you know, I have pride. Like, I'm not going to try to fix all the bike death, you know what I mean? Um, and yeah, he's got, he's got his, he still has some pride left, very little of it, mm-hmm. and his dignity tank is, isn't completely empty, yeah. in his words. And so she's like, okay, it'll be my birthday gift, and which is a problem because, of course, Monk wasn't planning on getting her a birthday gift. Um, uh, but, yeah, of course. Yeah, because he's an ass. Um, and then she decides she's going to do something that you see a lot at the World Series of Poker. She's cashing in all her chips. Well, not, not yeah, the World Series of Poker. You wouldn't see that. You'd see that at a casino. Um, and uh, right. But not, not any chips. Not potato chips. Not uh, tortilla chips. Not even poker chips. She's cashing her kale chips. Nah, her karma chips. Man, um, kale Because chips. she's been, yeah, she's been keeping tabs, uh, you know, of all the crazy things that she's had to do for Mr. Monk. Um, aside from being, like, stuff that's on the job. And, yeah, she wants to cash in all those chips to, like, call in a personal favor, which, at this point, she's very, she's warranted that, at least. But you know what's better than kale chips? What? Not Everything? eating. Um, anyway. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, um... So, he finally is like, fine, I agree. He eventually, he's like, you're paid semi-regularly, et cetera, et cetera. But he eventually relents. And so they're looking through a book of, like, um, so, uh, people who've been arrested. Because they assume that it's someone who's already committed a crime. Which, honestly, fair. Um, you know, there's a lot of repeat offenders out there. And, uh, they end up finding the guy, John Kuramoto. Yeah, John Kuramoto, who uh, has two convictions for auto theft. So um, he appears to be scaling things, his operation back a little bit. He's yeah. moving down to bikes. Mm-hmm. So they show up at his house, which is not in a great neighborhood. Monk's afraid he's going to get a tetanus shot. Um, which I thought know. that I don't know. Was it the neighborhood thing, or was it just the fact that he had a bunch of junk in his front yard? That's probably true too. I honestly just assumed there was a bad neighborhood based on the fact that there's a bunch of junk in the front yard. Um, but uh, anyway, classes, um, classes, Jake Christie on, on online. That, that's 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 not unfair. But also, like, how many houses do you see with a bunch of junk in your yard in a nice neighborhood? <laughs> okay, I have. I'll tell you from personal experience. I happen to have grown up in a pretty decent neighborhood, actually, um, Atwater Village. In case anyone's an LA native that's listening, mm-hmm. and it's it's okay. You know, it's it's pretty nice. Uh, houses these days are going a million plus. Uh, you know, it wasn't when I was there, but mm-hmm. our next door neighbors happen to like basically have a fucking junkyard in front of their yard. Yeah. 
so it can happen anywhere. Yeah, that's fair. I think the reason I think mine's colored by the fact that uh, the neighborhood I grew up in in Florida was not a gated community, but it was what was called the deed restricted community, which means that there's like rules that you can't have stuff. And so like, and a lot of neighborhoods in Florida are like that, where like if it's like a, you have to run stuff by like a council or something. Not so you much you have like to run up. stuff by, it's just like rules about like you can't have. Um, parties you can't no no not stuff like that it's about like stuff in your yard mostly like you can't have like a trail you can't have cars parked on the grass for example and you can't like have a trail in front of your yard um you know it's not as bad as my parents are now in an hoa which is like i think i mean the phrase scourge of the earth is really really strong and it's an incredibly strong phrase and it should be used sparingly which is why i say that hoas are the scourge of the earth they're the worst things on the planet um, and I think anyone who wants who wants to run one should die. Anyway, um, also okay, yeah. just to, to to put a pin in this, sure. uh, that house that I was talking about. Sure enough, there was somebody living in a trailer that was hooked up to like a bunch of extension cords pulling power from the house. So, Jesus. Okay. Anyway, yeah. they look inside, and John's playing video games. So they knock on the door, and Monk is mocking Natalie by being like, "Oh, it's Encyclopedia Brown and Sally. We're looking for the bike." Um, yeah, and he just he just so happened to be playing Grand Theft uh, Bico. Mm. Mm-hmm. I believe, yeah, he was definitely not playing that. He was playing like some like <laughs> game that was way too old. It looked like a game from like nineteen ninety eight. Um, but he's uh, also playing on a tube TV, so yeah. Yeah, but once Monk is like like this is we're not gonna get anywhere. Uh, some bang bangs come through the door, and Monk takes a takes a shot to the leg. Yeah, you know, it was pretty jarring. <laughs> I did not see that coming. I mean, I guess I because sh- you reminded me at the end of last episode, like, at- I think after we cut the mic, that mm-hmm. he's in wheels. Be- he's not in a car. He's, like, on a wheelchair. So I, I probably should have expected that something was going to lead to him being in a wheelchair. Um, but for whatever reason, it completely caught me, like, off guard. And I was just like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. So he's in the hospital. He's got his leg in a cast and up in a sling or whatever. And yeah. immediately, he's distraught because his legs don't match. Yeah, you know, he's going into his baby his baby uh, routine that he goes to um, from time to time. And you know what? Like, I was reminded when you told me about this. I, I knew that this was headed down the direction where this was going to be, like, an insufferable bit. Like, And it wasn't, like, so much of a bit as, as much as it's just, like, playing on, like, the way that he actually is. And, like, if he's, like, you know, damaged. Like, I mean, granted, anybody would be super, like, pissed off if they got shot. For yeah. sure. Like, no, no doubt. And it's for something that he was not enthused about even investigating. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to even fault him for that. But I was reminded that you were right. Like, this, the last couple of seasons have, like, been very, like, tough. Like, yeah, it definitely gets worse. I'll say this. I think the last season is great. It gets bad. It, especially the last couple episodes are great, which is why yeah. I, yeah, if, yeah. If, if it was a steady decline, I wouldn't have done this podcast because I don't, wouldn't want to watch a show that just gets worse over time. Um, yeah, 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 for sure. And so anyway... Natalie mentions she's really trying hard. She feels like shit, you know. And she's yeah. like, "We gave you a hundred stitches. I got you a hundred daisies." But he, of course, is looking at the dark side of everything. Says, "You know, yeah. I'm just gonna watch those daisies die." Yeah. His doctor calls him lucky, and he says, "You know who all you know was lucky? Everyone else in this room who's unshot, who's lead free." Which, mm-hmm. uh, to be fair, um, lead lead paint was a thing for a while. So I don't know if anybody is completely lead free. Shouts to the kid in first grade who had to move away from town because his house had lead paint in it. Anyway, um, <coughs> shouts to James. I hope he's doing well. I um, hope he's uh, he uses unleaded fuel. Yeah, you know, I hope that. I mean, there's only so many jobs for people with three arms. But no, um, so <laughs> that's wow. I'm not cutting that out, but I should. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, apparently uh, John Kermato got away, and it's just this fucking bike got him shot. But now, of course, Captain Randy are on the case because it's not just a bike anymore. It's the friend who got shot. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty serious thing. And, um, you know, they're asking they're asking you, our boy, our oh, boy, because honestly, like he's probably like the only thing that I ever liked about those movies. Um, and which I'm is why, which is why I almost don't want to give you the our boy because it's like if if you don't like the whole family then like you don't get to like a part of it. Nah, know. fuck you, man. I liked him in plenty of things that he wasn't in. Okay. I can only name one thing for sure. But what? Well, yeah. What so. else is? What else have you seen him in other than uh, Fast Be- Better Luck Tomorrow, which is a underrated uh, MTV movie with John yeah. Cho and a bunch of yeah. other. Asian that's actors. that's the only reason why he's in the Fast and Furious movies is because he's Justin. Oh Moore, right, yeah. right. That's um, right. Yeah, uh, but anyway. He's playing John's cousin Vince, and as always, as he has for the past two decades, he looks incredibly handsome. 
Um, just a really yep. great looking guy. I you can't say it enough about him. Huge fan. Sung Kang. Yeah. Wonderful. Same. Justice for Han. Han got justice. I don't know if you know he's back. I still, I still need to. Okay, that's the only. Well, no, I'll, I'll probably watch it at some point. But I still like. I'm dying to know how the fuck they brought him back. The, it, it makes sense. It, it, it actually does it. Better, does it? it yes, does it's it? better than I thought it was okay. gonna be. It's done better okay. than I thought it was gonna be. Um, okay. It's one of those things where like it's like a stretch in logic, but like it walks you there. It's not. It doesn't, oh really? It's not These movies are stretching logic. Get the yeah. fuck out of here, man! No, but no. What I mean is, it's not like a ma- It's it's not inconsistent. Like they do the work to make it make sense. Um, okay. But anyway, fine. so um, he's doing the whole tough guy act, and they put out like you know your cousin is he. This is a bullet we just pull out of our friend, and uh, Randy calls him you know a former cop shooter. Yeah, which uh, you know inspires a little bit of confusion. Uh, it, it's either it either means that he uh, used to shoot cops, or mm-hmm. he shot a former cop. So like, yeah. which is it? Mm-hmm. And Stoudemire like cuts the bullshit and is like, "That makes you an accessory. You'll be going away for a long time." And I like the way he phrases it. Of let me put it this way: your parole officer hasn't been born yet. Which man, yeah. that's a good threat. Yeah, it's a good line. Good line. Stoudemire mm-hmm. knows what he's doing. Yeah, and then we learned that John apparently was offered. Three stacks to mm-hmm. steal the bike. Yeah, and uh, why would that be? Maybe the basket's made out of solid gold? Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? Maybe. I don't remember seeing it. I, I'm sure we saw it, but I don't remember like what yeah, it looked like. It's not, but I do. Yeah, you, anyway. Uh, so Monk is rolling into his house, his apartment, excuse me. Literally. And he has to wipe every single time he touches the wheels, um, which is annoying. And, Have you ever uh, been on a, on a wheelchair? No, I was in a like, walking Like, because boot. you needed it. Because you needed no, it. No, I was in a walking boot for a summer, but never a wheelchair. I was in a wheelchair my whole sophomore year of high school, basically. The entire... Th- what happened? Well, a lot. No, it's because... Um, and that's actually why I quit skateboarding, because it was oh. just <clears throat> not good. But um, I was trying to do a kickflip off of a loading dock. So it was like five feet high, maybe? Mm-hmm. And um, <clears throat> when I landed, I landed with the board, like not the right way so my ankles like caved in and i broke both of them at the same time woof yeah man and that was the last time i uh i got on a board yeah you're a regular uh rodney mullen over here regular uh tony alba yeah. over here i fucking wish man no tony alba yeah, was man. like a vert guy oh sorry you're regular uh, day one song over here yeah um, that's right okay that's yeah right. i i meant don't think that you know me there's almost anything i can go Punch punch with references, just because if if the thing I need to do is remember people's names, I got it. And I played enough Tony Hawk games where I could go like thirty minutes. Anyway, uh, regular uh, Paul Rodriguez. Uh, anyway, um, so I'm not gonna skip through most of the bits where he's just angry at Natalie. If you don't mind, this is not that interesting to me. It's the worst part of the episode. Yeah, you know, by far. He's just berating her and saying he's in the mood for karma chips, and she's like, "I'll stay with you overnight. I'm not gonna take overtime, etc., etc., etc." What what's, then, what stood up to, what what stood up to me is that uh, that he wants his karma chips and he wants guacamole, which inherently doesn't seem like a kind of dish that Monk would be into because it's a lot no. of things rolled into one. Yeah. So that just caught me off guard. It's also not a dish I'm into because the texture of avocados is not. I don't like it. Um, but it feels like know. I'm eating butter. But I actually like I I recently made the jump to being able to eat guacamole. I should try again. I haven't had it in a while because you know it's good with tacos. With tacos, but like I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't scoop chips with guacamole. That is a mm-hmm. fact. Yeah, you know what I had to do because now that I can't eat flour anymore, uh, oh, I've yeah. always been a, uh, and this is probably a white person thing, but I've always been a, fl- a flour tortilla over corn tortilla guy. Um, uh, it, it, they have different. They have different. Um, fair. Uh, utilities, I, yes. Utilities. Yes. I. But I've always been that if. If I'm gonna have a corn tortilla, I want it to be hard. I don't want. I don't like uh, soft corn corn tortilla. Um, I'll say so, this for me. For me, yeah. it's like this is the most important thing. Um, you can do most meats with flour tortillas, mm-hmm. but any seafood corn tortillas only. Yeah, I, I, that's fair. I and with seafood, I would only want something crunchy because you want something that mix because the soft texture of a, something soft, I think, is just bad with seafood. Anyway, um, that's why like I would never have a seafood burrito. That's just a weird texture thing. Um, I just I, I I'm not I'm not here for seafood burritos. I, I yeah, I would never do that. Seafood tacos, like I can't. Do yeah, no. But anyway, burritos. what I had to do was I, I got, I got some white corn tortillas, and I'm like, you know what? I could because you know, I was gonna make tacos, and I'm like, fuck, I wanna, I could just like heat these up in the oven or whatever. But I'm like, you know what? 
let me just take a little. I, mean, I did a little shallow fry and made like hard taco shells, and it was good. Oh, I thought so, you raw dogged them. No, I'm not. I'm not an animal. Um, <laughs> and uh, so anyway, uh, they show up and they relay the information. And so they show up to Barry's house. Yeah. Well, no, they show up to Monk's house, and then they eventually then they go to Barry's. Oh right, 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 right. And there's a long bit where Monk is trying to get out of the car, and he, he it's annoying. He's, um, he's vacillating yeah. between being able to do it himself and also realizing that he can't do it. Yeah. So Stoudemire pulls him out of the car, and then he's hopping around. But, of course, the problem is that Randy hasn't opened up the wheelchair, so Monk is just hopping all over like an idiot. Um, yeah. And when they eventually get it open, he sits down, and he's just cranky. Um, yeah, and, and then they have to, like, they go up to the door, right? Mm-hmm. And um, and he's got, like, a little staircase, so they have to, like, kind of, like, jimmy him up there. And uh, they finally get up there, knock on the door, and guess what? The doctor is not in. Nice. Um, but thankfully, he shows up uh, as they're um, about to leave. He shows up right. in a three-wheeled car, which has a solar right. panel on top. Um, right. Three Prius days, I think. What? Probably. Pre-Prius? I believe actually probably just during the beginning of the Prius. Okay, um, maybe. Yeah. Let me look it up. Uh, Toyota Prius. This is what people tune in for. Uh, first model. Prius. Toyota Prius. Uh, no, the first Prius was uh, the compact version of it, which was introduced in 2003. Oh, wow. Did not know yeah. that. Um, but anyway, uh, but this is even better than a Prius. Um, anyway, uh, so they he realizes that they tell him what happened and he feels like shit. And he that's where he kind of realizes, like, oh, I was being completely like an ass, you know? Unlike Solomon yes. in this episode, he's cognizant that he's been hurting other people. Um, and so, in order to make it up to Monk, he's going to adopt 10 acres of rainforest in Brazil um, and in honor of Monk. I feel like we didn't go enough into your love for Bradley Whitford. Yeah, I didn't want to do it myself because it's I, it's, I didn't want to sound... Man, I fucking love Bradley Whitford. He, Josh Lyman is one of the most important characters, if not the most important character in the history of television for me. Monk is probably higher, but Josh Lyman's close. Um, he's right there. He's right there next to Johnny Drama. Go fuck yourself. But um, <laughs> I just think Josh, I think that Bradley Buford is just, there's a certain type of like, I, I just always think he's has such a um, intelligence to him, but also generally he plays being like cocky, like so cocky, but so obviously deeply insecure so well and relatably that I just love it. it, it it's, I think the last thing he does is the best where it's like he's, always like making jokes like he's so cocky but it's like you so clearly are like really insecure and i think and then when he has to actually play legitimately insecure it's always great i think he's just such an underrated super talented actor and almost any and even when he's in like big budget stuff like he's so fun as like the you know serious numbers guy and like fucking godzilla king of the monsters like he just is always up to do shit like that he's great in get you, out obviously but i'll give you th- i'll give you three guesses to figure out or maybe four guesses to figure out two of my favorite roles of his okay um, I know you can guess one of them, probably. Okay, wait. Uh, and are either any are? You didn't mention any of them. No, are either of them TV shows or no? No. Okay. No. Uh, the Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's one. Okay. Um, and then what else? Brad Whitford in really big. Uh, Billy Madison. Ah! Did I get both of them first? Nailed it! You fucking nailed <laughs> oh, it, bro. Hell yeah! Yeah. I love his laugh in Billy Madison, and when yeah. that guy makes fun of his laugh. He's so good. I just love Brad Whitford so much. Um, shouts to him. Um, also, apparently, he's like 65. They can still do the splits, which is impressive. Um, I wouldn't have guessed he's 65, but he definitely looked around that age uh, in Get Out. Yeah, let me, let me I, haven't, I, haven't, I haven't watched the later seasons of The Handmaid's Tale, and I know that he's a part of I, that. Oh, he's actually, he's actually only 61. Um, okay. Yeah, but, yeah. But, uh, yeah, he's... Uh, I mean, I'm such a fan... I mean, I also I love Aaron Sorkin, but I haven't watched fucking all Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. Like, I'm big... Into the Bradley Woodford. He's down except, fucking bad. Except I haven't watched The Handmaid's Tale because he's not big enough in that for me to bother. Anyway, um, so they ask uh, Dean about the bike if anything was unusual about it. Um, and he says, no, but it was a gift from the Visionary Project, which sounds like it's fake. And it is kind of crazy that it's not. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, it doesn't sound that fake to me, but uh, I mean, I guess why I get why you would think that for sure. It sounds like a very generic yeah. name. Sure. But the thing that's important is that Sarah brought it in with a letter, okay? And then right. we see, speaking of Sarah, we see John in a cemetery, the great, a great place to be. Um, 
really just nothing bad has ever happened to anyone in late night in the cemetery. Um, uh, anyway. I could think of a few people that have probably boned in the cemetery. I mean, so yeah, actually I'm thinking of a movie, the a really underrated rom-com called Plus One that came out a couple years ago. There was the, the scene where they first put the two main characters bone. Oh, the is that the one with uh, Maya Erskine? Maya and, uh, Erskine and Jack Wade. Yeah, it's actually really underrated. You should yeah, I like that movie. Oh, you've yeah, seen yeah, it? Yeah, I've yeah, seen yeah. it. I've seen it. Yeah, 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 they bone in the cemetery, which is nice. Um, uh, anyway. It's not nice. It's nice that they... It's fun, but it's not... It's actually probably pretty disrespectful. Um, isn't it... Okay, isn't... Wait. Yes. I feel like I've seen something where someone's, like, having sex in the cemetery, and they're having sex with a ghost. It's probably American Horror Story or something. Yeah, I'm, I have... Other than Bobby Brown, I don't know anyone who's had sex with a ghost. Um, Bobby Brown said Bobby he had Brown? sex with a ghost. He, said, he claims he has sex with a ghost, yeah. Um, like, Whitney Houston, Bobby Brown. Correct. <laughs> 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 Correct. He could be a football player. You never know. No, well, no like, there was well, there was Bobby Brown who played point guard for the Rockets a couple years ago. But okay, well, there you go. Yeah, I'm just you know I'm on. Honestly, I think I just I drank a lot of Dr Pepper Zero Sugar tonight, so I'm on. A, I'm on one in terms of just my mind's firing on all cylinders. Just can't stop myself from making references. Um, so anyway, we learned that the reason why John shot Monk is because he's a two striker. Um, which uh, so if any his next misdemeanor he's going to the the Bing, um, and uh, oh he he's going p- to the Bada Bing. He's, no, he's going to the Bing prison. We talked about this. Mr. Monk goes to jail. The Bing is slang for prison. I'm a hundred percent. I know, I know, I know. But I'm bringing up the Sopranos. I know you are. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so he's asked to disappear because he shot a former cop, and he hands over his backpack. Um, and the gun, which is a big mistake. You don't hand over the gun to the person you're consp- conspiring with. Well, maybe you do, but you certainly don't do it when she asks you for the gun. When she Correct. personally asks you, when, when the other person yeah. asks you for it. Yeah. And because then he gets, she takes because the it, Because it's the only piece of evidence that they have Which it him. is, but also she takes the biscuit and uh, puts one in his back. Yeah, you know, very cowardly way to go. Um, but, you know, that's, uh, you know, she's not mm-hmm. the most scrupulous of people. No, she's not doing this for honor. Um, yeah. she's not, she, she's doing this, and she's not doing it for the nookie either. She's doing it for the cold, hard cash. Um. By the way, and, someone's going to show up to deliver a bottle right now, like in two minutes. So. Okay, well, a bottle of what is the important thing? Makers, my usual. Oh, shouts to Makers. I actually got, since I'm moving this weekend, I gotta finish up. I have a little whiskey left. I should probably finish it. I don't feel like moving it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's no point in bringing one more thing. Just yeah. polish it off. Anyway, so uh, they're wheeling Monk through the cemetery, annoying. Uh, honestly, I'm not, I, I don't even want to say it. She's just being a dick to Natalie in a way that's really annoying. Um, yeah, and, and like, and, and it's so, well, yeah, in the middle of all this happening, um, he, you know, he's doing his hands thing and he, he finds, uh, you know, tire tracks mm-hmm. all around that, like, go in different directions. And, like, you know, it's a cemetery. It's a pretty tight quarter, so it's kind of weird that there would be tire tracks all yeah. around the place. Yeah, because it doesn't look like it's like a bike. It looks like tire tracks. Um, right. And, of course, Bunk ends up falling out of his chair. And Natalie goes to pick him up, but Stalmar says, take a break. And I, this is, I think, a good Stalmar scene. I think Stalmar comes out yes, looking absolutely. good. absolutely. Where he's just like, Monk, you understand, this is tough on Natalie, too. You know, she, you're, and I find you're, you're madder at her than you're the guy who shot you. Um, so... Um, he points out, oh yeah, he points out that, uh, you know, she's hanging on by a thread, and, uh, if he's not careful, he's gonna lose her, and he's already lost one assistant, uh, he certainly doesn't have the bandwidth to lose another one. Mm-hmm. And how does he know, how does he recognize that she's hanging on by a thread? Because he's acting just like he used to, when he lost everything. Mm-hmm. And we cut to a dumpster, and there's, the bike is stuck in there, and so, uh, Natalie is then wheeling Monk up a hill, and he's like, he has an umbrella, and he's drinking water, he's like, do you resent me? And she's like, no, you know, um, and, he, and then he ends up talking about his plans, which they need to go up to, like, the mountaintop deli, then the to, like, the- deli. Yeah, No, the mountaintop deli, because of the other one, no, so the mountain view deli, then the hilltop is the next one. Because the mountain right. view something, the valley something, and then the hilltop, and basically she's like, do we have to keep going up and down? Um... And yeah, can we just knock two of them out at the same time, the vertical ones? Mm-hmm. And then she ends up knocking over a bag of groceries, and then she kind of has a breakdown, and uh, Monk could not care less. 
Yeah, you know, he's, he's um, as usual, uh, obsessed with his own pain and his own, in, um, you know, un- what's not discomfort? Yeah, discomfort. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, like, ranting all about it. And, like, Ma- Natalie has, like, her back to him. Uh, yeah. Right, while he's complaining about all this. And then the break on the wheelchair fa- wheelchair fails, and he ends up f- going backwards on the hill, rolling down, and he falls off. Yeah. yeah. And, he, you know, we're back to... We're probably going to get another scene of him being an asshole about it, so not excited yeah. for that. Yeah. And so we then go to the the um, garbage man who finds the uh, the bike. And apparently he reads the paper, so he knows about the bike thing. And because uh, he considers garbage men the eyes and ears of the city, um, and what I they mean, learn- to be fair, yeah. to be fair, uh, you know they're the ones that tend to find bodies or tend to find yeah. weird things, right? Mm-hmm. Like you know, yeah, I, you know. I, I, I see him absolutely. See um, but what they do know, because it was at the bottom of the dumpster, that that means that the bike was probably discarded only twenty minutes after it was stolen. Yeah, so like it basically implies, uh, you know, that the bike was not the main um, item that was mm-hmm. being sought out here, yeah. right? It was uh, there was something else there, mm-hmm. and so while they're going through that whole thing, um, they kind of have the clue that they found everything but the bell cable, the, the bell, lock. the bell, the, the cable, cable and the lock. lock. Yeah, which uh, then the garbage man does find the bell and won't stop bringing it. Mm-hmm. So now we're just down the cable and the lock. So yep. clearly. This has something to do with that. And then we cut to Dean and Sarah in front of their investors trying to do the corn thing. And we see that's been going for 54 minutes and nothing's happening. And, of course, Dean's like, oh, this never happens. I, just give me a second. I just need to maybe uh, – I'm sorry. I'm just a little nervous. I just need to – I swear this never happens to me. Um, no. Uh, and so it's because it's not germinating. Um, you were just giving me nothing on that joke. And that's fine. It's not good. But, like, you could at least pretend it. I mean, I, we've all been there, buddy. Like, it's not what you want to hear. And so, uh... It's not me, it's you. Exactly. And so the investors just silently walk out, and, um, you know, the, Dean's, like, really just, like, what went wrong? We have to start again. And it turns out Sarah's leaving in ten minutes. She's taking a trip to China. I was just gonna piggyback off that joke. Uh, just, like, how the investors left without a word. That's often how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other, your investor, yeah, yeah. uh, exactly. takes off. Um, and, uh, and he, Dean, great guy. He's like, you know what? Just you're right. Just uh, you have you planning this. Have fun. Like just I, it's all good. You know he's not gonna let this disappointment ruin his assistant's vacation. Like that's we all would be good to have a boss like Dean at this point. Let's be honest. Um, Absolutely. And his mood is only altered now um, when Natalie shows up with uh, with said bike. Uh, she recovered it. I mean the the basket's a little worse for wear, but aside from that, it seems to be mm-hmm. structurally sound. Yep. And he's feeling better about it because the seeds didn't work, but he's got his bike back. Um, and yeah. then Monk rolls in with an electric wheelchair, and he's still pissed at Natalie. And uh, the joystick, though, gets stuck. Yeah, he uh, clearly is doing something wrong. Um, you know, it's just one of those things where they have to show him being a dickhead again. Because uh, mm-hmm. most electrical uh, wheelchairs don't have this issue. The the handle doesn't come off, or like the little joystick yeah. doesn't come off, just like that. So, yeah. and it's also like, yeah, they need to do this scene because we didn't get that monk was being a dick before. We needed to really right. hammer it home. Um, right. And right. so he ends up just like ro- rolling around and bumping over stuff. He runs over Natalie's foot, and he she ends up like just p- kind of passing out on the couch, just like really upset. And Dean ends up fixing it. And I really like the way that Bradley Woodford plays this, where he's, just, like, mm-hmm. legitimately pissed. At, whereas most people are kind of, like, mystified by him. Like, he's just like, what the fuck? Like, looking like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, right. how? Yeah. Like, I, you're just... And, and I think that that really... The thing that... I think the uh, actual end of this episode undercuts it. But if not for the bit where Natalie shoots him, I think that I actually like the way they handle Monk being a dick in this one. Because this feels like the first time Monk is a dick and he doesn't get away with it, if that makes sense. That, like, the world doesn't just ignore him as he's being a dick. But anyway, so yeah. Natalie's passed out, and he Dean goes over and is like, she's dehydrated, you know? She hasn't been sleeping. She hasn't been eating. Yeah, and, you know, he basically points out, like, to everybody, to the audience, even though we've seen it the whole time, that he's basically been, like, a fucking asshole. Mm-hmm. And Natalie's, like, too good for him. Like, he does, she does way too much. And in the middle of him going to go get something to help her out, you know, he rolls on over to Natalie and, you know, apologizes for, uh, for, and he, no, I'm sorry, he admits that he's been a jerk and, like, a fool, and 
he doesn't. I don't think he says sorry he directly. Does. No, he does. He says I'm oh, he so does? sorry. Okay. I have that written down. Okay, great. Um, and then he, uh, you know, has a, a moment where he gives her back uh, her karma chips that she yeah. cashed in. Um, exactly. Yeah. And um, he then Natalie gets juice and vitamins, and um, then as they're leaving, uh, Dean. Well, because Natalie's like, yeah, we should go. The super seed didn't sprout, and. Um, Monk that has epiphany. He gets it. He knows what happened. Um, and I'm going to ask you, the thing I always ask you is what happened? Yeah, so the whole thing was basically about the the lock and key on mm-hmm. the bike. Um, because we saw in a scene earlier that we didn't mention um, that, you know, Bradley Whitford's a scientist and he's he's got a mind for a lot of things, but he doesn't have a mind for memorizing numbers. Go figure. Um, so he mentioned earlier that he has... Uh, he, he made like them turn around because he was inputting a code into his like safe or like refrigerated mm-hmm. safe kind of deal that has like his germinated seeds in there. And so basically we find out that um, Sarah, his assistant, um, basically she, 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 she wanted those seeds. She was planning a, to go to China and, and give it to and sell them, yeah, sell them like to Chinese, uh, you know, industries out there in order to make some serious cash. Mm-hmm. And the way that she was going to get this was that she came up with a, you know, pretty genius idea of getting him a bike because she knows that he would probably be in on that, and getting him a bike lock. And she would eventually get because he's like so focused on a lot, a lot of other things, he would use the same uh, password or like you know combination mm-hmm. uh, that he uses on the safe. He would use that for other things. So. All, it was just a case of recovering that lock, plugging into her laptop, mm-hmm. and getting the code. And then she would, she got the seeds, um, and she replaced them with normal seeds, which explains why they didn't germinate when the investors were over. And so the experiment was sabotaged, and it was just, um, she she was going to China for three weeks, probably for longer in the end, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I can relate, because even though, as we've discussed many times in this podcast, I have an incredibly good memory and i wouldn't say that if it wasn't just an objective fact but i have almost impossible time remembering numbers like when's my birthday when's your birthday fuck i don't remember it because it's a number honestly Ah! i I know one second let me actually think shit my birthday is i actually don't remember when is it again it's october 30th october 30th okay i was gonna guess october but i uh yeah i knew it was in fall I don't know when yours is, but I also don't claim to have a good memory because I have a really horrible one. No, no, but no, no. Let me no. just take a guess. Yeah. Is it in the month of August? No, it's not. September? No. Okay. Earlier in the year? It's in May. But no, what I was going to say is that, because uh, I think, like, birthdays I can do if I really think about it, but, like, numbers and stuff I have a hard time remembering. But, like, with, for example, like, with anything that's a long number, like, my social security number... I now haven't memorized by the numbers, but for like a few of the first few years I had to know it, I had to assign letters to each of the numbers to remember it. Like I had to do like, oh, uh, one is A, two is B, like, and that's, that's the way my mind can remember it, because I couldn't just do the numbers. My- I remember, I remembered my social only because I had, I mean, I started working at a bank and um, I kind of had to be good with numbers, so yeah. I, I used to know all my bank account numbers. I yeah, used to I can't know my, that. all my routing numbers. Like that was cake to me. Yeah, but numbers, if you asked me what I fucking ate two days ago, couldn't tell you. That's not the same thing with me. I'm not. I mean, I'm pretty good at short memory, but just I, I, I once looked it up. Like the place that you, that the way I always say is that I'm incredibly good at remembering proper nouns because the place that like names and places and things like that is stored is a different place than like what you ate for breakfast is a different place than numbers. That's all different places in your brain. Um, anyway, uh, so what my bank account number is, I couldn't tell you, but like a second baseman for the Arizona Diamondbacks in like 2003, I got you. Um, okay. So anyway, uh, and of course, Dean feels betrayed and it's like, and she's like, no, I didn't do it. And what's the piece of evidence they have? Uh, they have, uh, oh, it's the sandals. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she was kind of like on the same train of like, also you know, cr- saving- she's also pretty crunchy. Yeah, she's pretty. She's a granola cruncher. Um, as, as, as that's uh, just. As I think maybe now that if I remember, I think that's just crunchy. Now I think it's just the phrase. I don't think. Is there- I think like crunchy is uh, to describe like. Um, like well, I'm someone, so chuggy. You are, you are, honestly, you're, yeah, you're not that chuggy. Yeah, Crunchy Urban Dictionary, which they really gotta change the name of this website. It really just, every day, every passing day, it's like Urban Dictionary describes slang is, ugh. Um, yeah. But anyway, 
uh, used to describe persons who have adjusted or altered the lifestyle for environmental reasons. I did not know that it was like a an ad uh, an adjective. adjective. Yeah. yeah, I first heard it described. I remember I saw heard someone on a podcast talk about crunchy moms. Um, oh, okay, you're a writer, so you're you're probably very well aware about this stuff. But like, it takes me like a fucking minute to remember what like I know what a pronoun is and stuff. But like to like think about adjectives and adverbs and like past participle stuff. Like I don't even like relate to that anymore. Like I just the past participle like stuff. That stuff is just not relevant. That much I bear like that, and also like that really was just like that's something they kind of learned a little bit in school, but I actually don't think it's that that important. In what does it mean? Like, what's the term? What's the term? What's I forget the exactly. Sorry. I forget exactly what that means. I think because it's like the only reason I bring that up, do. I think it's something you okay. used to do multiple times. I think, but I'm not 100 percent sure. Okay, I, I think because I because I remember like when you like learn a foreign language, um, mm-hmm. like I would I would take like I remember my junior year of high school, I took both Spanish and French. Because my high school didn't let me take Spanish because they knew that my dad didn't speak English well. Yeah. Um, so then they let me take Spanish, Honor Spanish 3, and I took Honor French 3. And I remember, like, getting to a point where, like, I knew how to do the pre- past participle in French, but I didn't know how to do it in Spanish because I just never, like, talked the way that they wanted me to. They would ask me, like, oh, how do you say this? And I would just say it my way. And it was right, but it wasn't the past participle way. So I'm just, like, I always have an aversion to, like, that kind of shit. But past participle is... A- Form of verb typically ending in ed, which is used in forming perfect and past in passive tenses and sometimes adjective, as in, um, have you looked? Um, like if that makes sense, like have you looked in there? You know, um, I think that okay. yeah. Um, but what the main like, thing, I, I waited, I waited for you. N- uh, yeah. no, because it's uh, I, it's an, used for an object. So, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah, where it have you looked? The uh, the uh, anyway, the main reason that I don't really know that off the top of my head is because I. Surprised by I love and care deeply about using good grammar, um, but like that is not really. I I I I more just know how to use stuff rather than like the actual terms and stuff. Um, I also think that I think grammar is one of those things. I kind of hate the whole grammar Nazi thing because I think in terms of speech, grammar doesn't matter at all. But like I think that grammar is like, kind of undervalued because I think a lot of people don't realize that. Having good grammar actually just makes you easier to understand. Like, obviously, if you don't use perfect grammar, you're still understandable. But there's a lot of times where people just say shit, especially, like, on the internet, where it's like, if you actually use good grammar, this would have been a better, easier point to understand. Like, it actually is hurting you. I think you're making a big mistake by assuming, like, by expecting anything from the internet. That's fair. No, I guess my point is that I don't mind that. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. it's it's, It's that, like, it's, I think that because of, like, people being grammar Nazis about, like, speech people don't realize that there actually is a value that it actually is better to use good grammar no. than bad grammar well yes I, that's absolutely true but also you have to remember you're a writer yeah like you just you, you like have a certain mindset so you don't understand what it's like for other people no, no, where I, like, I, I i get that i guess it's just like i want people to be you 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 put more importance into that than than you do period yeah, yeah I, exactly it. exactly and i you know and uh i just think that people's lives would be better if they you know um anyway uh so yeah. We then, uh, once she realizes she's made, she throws some fertilizer in Dean's eyes, and Natalie chases her, tackles her, the biscuit comes Okay, no, no, hold on, hold on a second. Sorry, sorry. let's just, let's go right back to that. So, basically what it is, is, like, her sandals are very good for the environment, and they also happen to be made out of recycled tires. That's what it was. We didn't mention that. So, so, yeah, I get it. So, the reason why, like, the, it looked like there was a bunch of tire marks around there was because she was wearing those sandals. Which, why the fuck would you wear sandals to a cemetery, period? I don't fucking know, but... She's so anyway. crunchy. Oh, because she's that crunchy. Yeah, yeah. You're, right, you're right. But anyway, uh, then she throws the fertilizer, Natalie chases her, tackles her outside as Monk's, like, hopping around. The right. biscuit flies out of her purse. They wrestle yep. for a little bit. Natalie grabs the biscuit, and she won. She holds her at gunpoint. And then in yep. a move that doesn't make any sense, Natalie turns us right. like, we did it, and then shoots Monk in the leg. Which, like, I just, it felt so unrealistic. It's like, come on. Right, right. right. And then there's the last yeah. scene where yep. he's in the hospital, and he says, chips. And Natalie, I just hate this ending because Monk admitted he was wrong. And it goes back to being It goes dick. back. Like, it just, it, I think it's just, it's just, it's frustrating because... It is a kind of clear example, like a 100% clear example of when the show, which the show, in the, when it's really good, it doesn't do this. 
sacrifices actual character growth and development for a yeah. joke. Absolutely. Because, like, I, no, it, yeah, it is... The idea of Melly shooting him in the other leg is funny, but, like, this isn't Two and a Half Men. Like, the, it's a more serious show than that. Like, it, I actually care about Monk. I, I mean, we'll get to it right now, but I literally took a whole fucking number score off because yeah. of the last scene. Yeah. Like, I agree. It's just, like... Yeah, I generally... I think this episode has good stuff in it, but I give it a 7. Yeah. Seven. What do you give it? Same. I gave it a yeah. 7 out of 10. It was going to be an 8. Yeah. It was going to be an 8 because, like, there was some development there. But, again, they just, like, fucking undercut it with the end where he just goes back to being a baby and we're all supposed yeah. to be, like, okay with it. Yeah, and once again, you're I'm saying that, like, if this is a multi-camera sitcom, that's the way the episode ends. But, like, th- yeah. th- this is not the show that there that it is. And it is yeah. kind of like... I Like, it, it. I think that one of the problems I think that the show can have in the later seasons is that... It almost doesn't realize how much that this the audience that watched the show has been watching for seven seasons. We care a lot about these characters. Like, I, I don't want Natalie to be tortured. Like, it, it's just stupid. That I don't know. I just don't like the way the episode ends at all. This is like this is one of those like um, okay yeah okay and maybe this this like goes further into like the TV structure and stuff. But like, this is one of those things where you realize that if there's like a complete narrative throughout the whole season. This wouldn't be the case. This wouldn't yeah. happen. But because it's an like uh, you know it's an episode, episodic. episodic, yeah, episodic kind of deal, then you can just revert back to like previous. Yeah, and, and and I think that that's something that I I like episodic television more than most people our age and our generation. No, it's fine. It's great. Uh, I love but, it, but it is. Me? But the th- yeah, exactly. But the thing too is that like Law and Order also has character development over time, and they don't like undercut. Yeah. And, like, yeah. That, like, whereas like a cartoon, for example, like there's the joke that like you know. With the Seinfeld, they always say no lessons, no hugs, which because the whole point is that it always you always need to be able to go back to the same place at the end of every episode. But like that's not how Monk is, and even though no. like Monk doesn't have a ton of character development over time, but it does. Like that's it's kind of a show that uh, you know the characters matter. But anyway, there is, there is, there is like exactly. there's there's like you know like literally earlier in this episode, Stottlemyre like has. He breaks it down to him. He's like, "This is who I used to be," He's referring to something that happened previously. Exactly. So it's like that's what I'm saying. Anyway, Andre, where people follow me on Twitter? You could follow me at Andre Barrera. And you can follow me at the J. Christie. Follow the show at Strictly Monkin. Please rate, review, subscribe, and share the show with the biggest Monk fan in your life. Uh, especially if they uh, can start from the beginning. Because I probably, we were just bagged on this episode. They're probably the most be bagged on any individual thing that happened in the show in a while. Um, but I don't feel bad about it because I, I, I feel, you know, strong, pretty strongly no, about it. No, of course. And, like, you know what? There's 124 episodes or something like that. Yeah. Um, they can't all be winners. They can't um, all be winners, no. But anyway, uh, please, more important than all that, please uh, tune in next week as we talk about <laughs> Mr. Monk and the lady next door. Uh, let's get monkey. Monkey.